Welcome to the Teenage Diary Stories. On today's episode, after getting lost during a hiking trip, Jack's diary becomes a gripping tale of survival in the wilderness, recording his strategies for shelter, food, and maintaining hope. So, stay tuned for an inspiring story that reminds us all that even in the most challenging circumstances, the human spirit can prevail. Dear Diary, It's been three days since I embarked on what was supposed to be a weekend hiking trip in the serene wilderness of Pinecrest National Park. Instead, I find myself lost, disoriented, and battling the elements in a desperate bid to survive. I suppose I should start from the beginning. The sun was shining brilliantly when I began my hike along the Pinecrest Trail, a moderately challenging path through dense forests and rolling hills. I was well prepared, or so I thought. My backpack was filled with all the essentials, food, water, a map, compass, and even a small first aid kit. I had told my friends I'd be back by Sunday evening, and with my trusty diary in hand, I began my adventure. The first day was picturesque. I marveled at the towering pine trees, the crisp mountain air, and the songs of birds echoing through the woods. I was making good progress and felt invigorated by the beauty of nature. But then... Just as the sun was beginning to dip below the horizon, I made a wrong turn. I couldn't believe it. One moment I was following the trail markers, and the next I found myself in an unfamiliar part of the forest. Panic started to creep in, but I told myself to stay calm. I consulted my map and compass, trying to retrace my steps, but it only led to more confusion. I knew I needed to find shelter for the night, so I set up a makeshift camp using my survival skills. The first night was uncomfortable. I used my backpack as a pillow and wrapped myself in my emergency blanket, but the biting cold made sleep elusive. I scribbled down my experiences in my diary, hoping that writing would calm my racing thoughts. Day two brought with it a sense of urgency. I knew I had to find my way back to the trail or, at the very least, a source of fresh water. My food supplies were limited and rationing them became my top priority. I also started foraging for edible plants and berries, relying on my basic knowledge of wilderness survival. My diary became my confidant, a source of solace in this unforgiving environment. I wrote about my fears, my hopes, and my strategies for making it through each day. It was the only connection to the world I once knew. As the days passed, I stumbled upon a small stream, providing me with a source of water. It was a small victory but it lifted my spirits. I knew I couldn't remain near the stream indefinitely, so I decided to follow it downstream in the hope that it would eventually lead me back to civilization. Navigating the dense forest was no easy task. The terrain was rugged, and I had to cross fallen logs, scramble over rocks, and wade through knee-deep water. My clothes were soaked and my body was weary, but I pressed on. Nightfall came again, and with it came the chilling realization that I was still lost in the wilderness. I huddled under a large rock, shivering from the cold, and used my diary as a makeshift flashlight, the soft glow of the pages providing a faint sense of comfort. In my diary, I noted my determination to keep moving forward, to not give in to despair. I knew that survival was a matter of both physical endurance and mental fortitude. I had to keep my hopes alive, not just for myself, but for the friends and family waiting for me back home. As I drifted off to a fitful sleep, my diary clutched tightly in my hand, I could only hope that tomorrow would bring me one step closer to finding my way out of this wilderness.
The third day in the wilderness began with a sense of determination. I had survived two nights alone in the forest, and each day brought new challenges and discoveries. My priorities remained clear. Find the trail, maintain a source of water, and forage for food. Following the stream downstream was my best chance of encountering civilization or reconnecting with the trail, so I pressed on, my backpack heavy with the few supplies I had left. The going was tough, with dense underbrush and fallen trees obstructing my path. Each step required careful consideration to avoid injury. Hours passed, and the terrain grew increasingly rugged. I climbed up steep embankments and descended into narrow ravines. My progress was slow, and I had to pause often to catch my breath and drink from the stream. By midday, I reached a small clearing where the sun broke through the thick canopy of trees. It was a welcome sight, and I took a moment to rest and dry my wet clothes. The warmth of the sun rejuvenated my spirits, reminding me that I wasn't entirely alone in this unforgiving wilderness. With renewed energy, I decided to leave a makeshift marker in the clearing, a pile of rocks, to indicate that I had passed through. It was a feeble attempt to leave a trail for anyone who might be searching for me. I marked the location in my diary, hoping it might serve as a reference point in case I circled back to this area. As the day wore on, I continued my trek along the stream. I noticed the landscape changing, with signs of human presence becoming more evident. Discarded wrappers and remnants of a campfire hinted that I might be getting closer to civilization. The prospect of rescue or assistance fueled my determination. Just as the sun began to set, I came upon a dilapidated cabin nestled deep within the woods. It was a rustic structure, clearly abandoned for some time. Though I was hesitant to enter, I decided it was my best chance of finding shelter for the night. The cabin's interior was in disrepair, but it provided some respite from the elements. I gathered firewood, cautiously built a small fire in the hearth, and warmed myself as the temperature dropped. It was a welcome change from the cold nights I had spent in the open. My diary continued to be my lifeline, recording my experiences and thoughts in painstaking detail. It served as a chronicle of my journey a testament to my determination to survive, and a connection to the world I had left behind. Writing in it had become a ritual that kept me grounded, allowing me to express my fears and hopes. The night in the cabin was restless, filled with uneasy dreams and the constant worry of what lay ahead. I knew I couldn't stay in one place for too long. Rescue might still be days away, and my dwindling supplies demanded that I keep moving. Morning broke, and I decided to leave the cabin behind. I made a note in my diary expressing my gratitude for the shelter it had provided and my hope that I might soon find my way back to civilization. With my backpack slung over my shoulder and my trusty diary in hand, I ventured back into the wilderness. As I continued to follow the stream, I couldn't help but wonder how much longer this ordeal would last. But I was determined to persevere, to use every ounce of my strength and resourcefulness to navigate this wild terrain and to keep my hope alive that one day soon I would be reunited with the world I had left behind. Days turned into weeks, and my struggle to survive in the wilderness showed no sign of easing. Each day brought new challenges, but my determination to make it out of this ordeal alive remained unwavering. My diary had become a lifeline, a testament to my will to endure. I continued my journey along the stream, my hopes buoyed by the occasional signs of human presence I encountered, discarded cans, a worn footpath, or even faint tire tracks. 
These hints were like breadcrumbs leading me toward the possibility of rescue. Foraging for food remained a daily task. My rations had dwindled, and I relied on my knowledge of edible plants and the occasional small game I could catch with improvised snares. It was a stark reminder of how far removed I was from the comforts of civilization. As I followed the stream deeper into the wilderness, I couldn't shake the feeling that I was headed in the right direction. The signs of human activity grew more frequent, and the terrain began to level out, suggesting I might be approaching a more populated area. One day, while walking alongside the stream, I heard the distant sound of a motor engine. My heart raced with hope, and I followed the sound, stumbling upon a narrow dirt road. It was a primitive path, barely visible, but it was a clear sign of human activity. I made a quick decision to leave markers on the trees, hoping that someone would come across them and know that I had been here. My diary recorded my elation at this discovery, and I wrote a heartfelt message in the hope that someone would find it one day. With newfound determination, I followed the dirt road, my diary tucked away in my pocket. It was rough going, with overgrown vegetation and uneven terrain, but I pressed on. The sound of the engine grew louder, filling me with a sense of urgency. After what felt like hours of walking, I finally came upon a small clearing where an old pickup truck was parked. It was a sight for sore eyes, a connection to the outside world that I had longed for. I approached cautiously, not knowing if anyone was around. To my surprise, the truck's engine was running, and a man in his forties stood nearby tinkering with the engine. He looked startled when he saw me, and for a moment, neither of us said a word. Then, with a trembling voice, I introduced myself and explained my predicament. The man introduced himself as Mark, a local hunter who often came to this remote area. He listened intently to my story, his eyes filled with empathy. Mark had been out in the woods for a few days himself, and he had no idea that I was lost until I stumbled upon his truck. He offered me food, water, and a much-needed ride back to civilization. I was overwhelmed with gratitude, and I couldn't help but tear up as I thanked him for his help. As we drove away from the wilderness that had been my home for what felt like an eternity, I couldn't help but reflect on the incredible journey I had been through. My diary, filled with my experiences, hopes, and fears, had been my constant companion, and it had played a crucial role in helping me maintain my sanity and determination. I knew that my story was far from over, but in that moment, as I looked out the window and saw the familiar sights of civilization, I felt an overwhelming sense of relief and gratitude. I had survived the wilderness, thanks in no small part to my diary, and I was finally on my way back to the world I had left behind. It's been several weeks since I returned to civilization, and I find myself grappling with a mix of emotions, relief, gratitude, and an overwhelming sense of adjustment. The transition from the unforgiving wilderness to the comforts of modern life has not been as seamless as I imagined. Mark, the kind stranger who rescued me from the depths of the wilderness, turned out to be a true lifesaver. He brought me to his home, where his wife, Sarah, welcomed me with open arms. Their warmth and hospitality made me feel like I had found a second family. I couldn't have asked for better people to stumble upon in my time of need. During my initial days with Mark and Sarah, I had the chance to reflect on my ordeal. I shared my story with them, poring over the pages of my diary, recounting the struggles, the moments of despair, and the small triumphs that had sustained me. My diary had become more than just a record. It was a source of strength and hope. 
Sarah offered me clean clothes and a hot shower, and the sensation of warm water cascading over me was a luxury I had almost forgotten. The simple act of washing away the dirt and grime from the wilderness was a soothing experience. As I settled into their home, I had to confront the reality of how much I had changed. The wild had left its mark on me, both physically and mentally. My body had lost weight, and my muscles had atrophied from the lack of proper nourishment and exercise. The scars from scratches and insect bites were a testament to the harsh conditions I had endured. But it was the mental scars that ran deeper, the solitude, the constant battle for survival, and the uncertainty of each day had taken a toll on my psyche. I found it challenging to sleep in a comfortable bed, surrounded by the sounds of the city, after so many nights under the starlit sky. Mark and Sarah, sensing my struggle, were incredibly supportive. They encouraged me to talk about my experiences, to share my feelings, and to slowly reintegrate into society. Mark even suggested that I seek professional help to process the trauma I had endured. In the days that followed, I ventured out into the city, with Mark and Sarah by my side. The bustling streets, the noise of traffic, and the sea of faces were overwhelming at first. My diary, still with me, served as a source of comfort and continuity in this new environment. It was a tangible link to the person I had been before the wilderness. I began therapy to help me cope with the emotional scars of my ordeal. The sessions were challenging, but they allowed me to confront my fears and anxieties. My therapist encouraged me to write about my experiences in greater detail, to use my diary as a tool for healing and self-discovery. With time, I started to regain a sense of normalcy. I reconnected with friends and family who had been desperately searching for me during my absence. My diary played a pivotal role in helping me explain my journey to them, to share the raw, unfiltered emotions I had experienced. As I reacquainted myself with the comforts of modern life, I couldn't help but think about the lessons I had learned during my time in the wilderness. The importance of perseverance, resourcefulness, and the strength of the human spirit became deeply ingrained in me. My diary had documented my transformation, from a lost and frightened hiker to someone who had found the inner strength to survive. Today, I continue to write in my diary, not as a lifeline to survival, but as a way to chronicle my journey of recovery and rediscovery. The wilderness may have left its mark on me, but it also taught me that even in the most challenging of circumstances, there is always a glimmer of hope, a chance to find your way back to the world you once knew. As I sit down to write this final entry, I find myself overwhelmed with a sense of closure and a profound appreciation for the journey I've been on. My life has taken a remarkable turn since those days of survival in the unforgiving wilderness, and my diary has been my steadfast companion throughout it all. The therapy and support from Mark and Sarah, along with the unwavering love of my family and friends, have helped me overcome the emotional scars left by my ordeal. I've come to understand that my experience in the wilderness was a chapter in my life, not the entire story. One of the most significant steps in my recovery was sharing my story with others. I decided to write a book, chronicling my journey from the moment I set foot on the Pinecrest Trail to my eventual rescue. My diary served as the foundation for this book, providing the raw emotions and first-hand accounts of the struggles I faced. I wanted to share not only the physical challenges of survival, but also the mental and emotional hurdles I had to overcome. The process of writing the book 
was therapeutic in itself. It allowed me to revisit those challenging moments and put them into perspective. It also gave me the opportunity to honor the strength and resilience I had discovered within myself. Publishing the book was a significant milestone. It received an unexpected amount of attention, and I was invited to share my story on television and through public speaking engagements. The response from readers and listeners was overwhelming, and many shared their own stories of resilience and determination. I realized that my story had the power to inspire others, to remind them that even in the darkest of times, there is a way forward. My diary, which had begun as a record of my survival, had now become a source of hope for countless others. With the proceeds from the book, I started a foundation dedicated to wilderness safety and education. I wanted to ensure that others would be better prepared when venturing into the great outdoors and, if they ever faced a situation like mine, would have the tools and knowledge to survive. The foundation sponsored outdoor survival courses, provided essential equipment to hikers, and promoted responsible wilderness exploration. It was my way of giving back and ensuring that my experience had a positive impact on others. As I look back on my journey, I can't help but feel grateful for the lessons I've learned and the strength I've discovered within myself. My diary, which began as a record of desperation and survival, has become a symbol of resilience and hope. Today, I continue to hike and explore the wilderness, but with a newfound sense of preparedness and respect for the natural world. I've also rekindled my love for writing and storytelling, and my diary remains a constant companion, a reminder of where I've been and how far I've come. In closing, I want to express my gratitude to you, dear diary, for being my confidant, my source of strength, and my chronicler of a life-changing journey. You have been with me every step of the way and I will continue to fill your pages with the adventures and reflections that shape my life. The wilderness may have tested my limits, but it also revealed the indomitable human spirit. And so, with this final entry, I embark on a new chapter, ready to embrace the unknown with the knowledge that I am stronger and more resilient than I ever imagined. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Teenage Diary Stories. Don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Friday, so be sure to follow us and join us for more captivating stories. See you soon!